10 minutes a day noticing something other than your busy mind and your thoughts and 10 minutes a day outside of your routine can help you to start to sense energy and become aware of more than just your human existence. Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Today, my guest is Bridget Murphy. She's a transformational healer, founder of Path to Power Programs and the Healers Collective, where she empowers people to heal from within and take their work into the world. She's a certified shamanic practitioner with the Church of Earth Healing, ordained interfaith minister and counselor, and empowers people through the practice of spiritual growth. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you, Rachel. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to get talking. Today, we're going to talk a lot about spiritual awakening, spirituality, the self, all those things. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear from you. What was your calling? How did you get into the field you're in? Good question. My conscious calling was when I was a teenager. My energetic prep for, for what I do happened when I started to happen when I was a little child. Um, I, so consciously I was about 17 when I woke up and felt there was something in the world that needed fixing. Mm-hmm. And from then I have been led and led myself, um, to find teachers and, uh, information that would help me to help the world. Mm-hmm. And that's the short of it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. What did that look like for you at 17? I mean, there's when we're 17, we have so many questions about ourselves, about other people, about the world around us. What, what was that like? What did that feel like that experience? Yeah, it was a, it was a deep knowing and it came right around the time when I was moving through some of my own teenage angst and emotional tumult and turmoil and, you know, probably a pretty crappy time Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my life. And so the call to make a difference on the planet and to help the planet happened at the same time I was helping to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And so it felt organic, it felt natural, and it just felt like this is what I need to do. Mm. And mm-hmm. from there, I really started to develop a conscious connection with a spiritual practice. And I started um, discovering different ways that I could enhance my own spiritual being. Mm. Did you move right into shamanism or did you try other spiritual practices and traditions? Yeah, I was drawn to um, ceremonial practices. I was drawn to pagan practices. I was drawn to, um, and I met my shamanic teachers pretty early on in my early Mm twenties. And so it all sort of weaves together really beautifully. Mm -hmm. And yeah, went from there. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, I mean, finding teachers is not an easy thing to do. Did you find them by uh, looking for them? Did they find you? How, how did you connect? 
I didn't even know that I should be looking for teachers back then. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I know now. Um, I sort of, I was following my guidance on going to different circles and ceremonies and events. Mm -hmm. And that my shamanic teachers were at one of the events that I went to and they were teaching a workshop. Mm -hmm. And I intuitively, inherently knew these people are solid. They're really know what they're talking about. And they have information that's going to help me help myself and connect Mm -hmm. more deeply. And And there it went. This is the the Church of Earth Healing folks. Right. Okay. Beautiful. So, and, and it was interesting, you mentioned that you were looking into pagan practices and, you know, and it's so interesting how connected the earth religions or spiritual practices are to shamanism, because, you know, obviously shamanism is not a religion, but a a spiritual practice. Um, And, and how bringing ourselves back to the earth, because you mentioned that was part of your awakening, right? Is, is, is to say, I need to be doing, there's something off here and we need to be working with, the earth again. Um, yeah. So it seems almost as though they went hand in hand, the, the, the paganism into the, into the shamanic practices. Absolutely. Hand in hand. There's a, there's such a connection and Mm -hmm. animism is really one of the things that connects both right belief and understanding that there's a essence and a spirit in all natural living beings. Yes. Yeah. And that really helps to make that connection that we're never alone and we're always surrounded by, um, by spirit in, in, in the universe, in the cosmos that we're all, we all are all family in many ways, which is, which is really, uh, part of that practice as well. Um, so since we're talking about spiritual awakening and and I'm sure many of the listeners have either experienced one or want to experience one, how might you define spiritual awakening? It's a big one, but what's your take on that? My take, and I'm sure other, everyone has their own take, right? My take is um, there are moments or a moment, multiple moments of understanding that everything is connected and that I have a place in this web of connection and that actually what I, that what I do and how I am in the world makes a difference Mm. in the web. Mm -hmm. That would be, I think the way that I would describe it. And of course there's probably physical and emotional and all other types of there's different sensations that go along with that. And that would be the the crux of it. Yeah. What kind of sensations can you recall yourself experiencing? Heart opening, Mm. a physical, um, physically feeling the energy in my heart Mm. open. That's a definitely a sensation. Mm -hmm. Um, And feeling and having an intuitive knowing, which has its own sensation to it. There's an intuitive feeling that everything is connected, mm-hmm. like an expanded moment where I felt or feel everything is connected and everything is actually the way that it is 
supposed to be. And here's my place in that. Yeah. Yeah. And once you have that kind of awakening, you can't walk it back. You can't put the genie back in the bottle, as they say. Right. (laughs) And it really does change everything, you know, everything about how you interact in the world, um, how you see life and death. Um, What were maybe some of the listeners will be able to to identify with this as well, but what were some of the things that changed for you after having this awakening? Hi, it's Rachel here. I know you know me as the host of Self Talk, but did you know I also offer online courses and can work with you one-on-one? Well, now you know. So head over to MySelfPath.com to learn more about how I can help you discover and honor your true self for the betterment of your life and the life we share with all around us. That's MySelfPath, M-Y-S-E-L-F-P-A-T-H.com. Now, back to the episode. I realized that what I did mattered. And then in this sea of billions of people, um, what I do as one small human on the planet ripples out, Mm. makes a difference, connects in with other people who are making a difference, and it matters. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what else, but that's the biggest thing. I get kind of lost in that. Yeah, yeah, that what we do matters. And so, you know, and now I'm I'm switching over to uh, my therapist head, which is you know, so many people suffering from anxiety or depression or just generally questioning their lives. So when someone might hear what I do matters, um, there might be a sense of, oh, no. <laughs> I'm feeling depressed right now. Am I messing things up in the universe? What would be your response to that? I would say, heck no, you're (laughs) not messing anything up. All of our experiences are necessary and um, they provide something for us. Mm -hmm. And simply by simply being on the earth, you know, by being on the earth, we're doing our part and, Everybody, this might, everybody's journey is a little bit different. And the way that we respond to what's happening in our bodies and our minds and on the earth is natural and normal. Mm -hmm. And so the earth doesn't expect us to be perfect. Mm -hmm. The earth is not saying you're wrong. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, the earth doesn't care. The earth is not thinking that way. So why should we think that way? Right. Right. If we are, in fact, all connected, the earth is part of who we are as well, which is really interesting, too, to look at as a resource. As I said earlier, you know, we're never alone. So if we're leaning into our connection part, there's a lot of resource there. You know, Um, what would you say might be a way for someone who is new to animistic practices or shamanic practices to get involved? Well, 
they're spending time outside if possible. I know that if folks are living in cities and may not have access to like a big park or the woods, mm-hmm. um, spending time in nature when possible. And I, I believe that spending 10 minutes a day in a quiet practice or just to yourself, it doesn't have to be quiet. It could be singing 10 minutes a day, noticing something other than your busy mind and your thoughts and 10 minutes a day outside of your routine can help you to start to sense energy and become aware of more than just your human existence. Right, right. And the thoughts, the talking mind and and all of that. Yeah. And, and really realizing that you don't have to do anything in particular except blend in, you know. Yeah, that's that's a meditative practice, uh, too, which a lot of people don't know how to meditate, for example. And a, a really helpful guide that I've worked with in the past has been don't do anything, <laughs> you know, just be present, drop into your body and receive, just receive for 10 minutes, five minutes, you know, and see what happens not trying to, to judge. Right. So we, we, we have these judgy minds, right. That like, Oh, this is the right way to do something. This is the wrong way to do something, but being in nature, which has its own way anyway, just being able to connect with that energy, that vibration, just by being in it, I think is what you're trying to say is very helpful. Super helpful. Mm -hmm. And there's, I, you know, there's so much pressure, to do things right. And when it comes to meditating, I don't think there is a right or a wrong. Right. I think it's challenging enough as humans in this fast paced, capitalistic, make it happen, productive society to take 10 minutes to do air quotes, nothing. Mm. That can be a challenge. Just doing that, sitting without your screens and breathing for 10 minutes. If you can do that, you are ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels good. Right. Too, you know, Beautiful. Um, So let's talk about your shamanic work a little bit. Um, I am also a shamanic practitioner. And one of the things that that uh, although we we studied in different schools, but, you know, um, but there is a universality to shamanic work. And I wonder for those who are interested in getting involved in shamanism or just want to learn more about it. For you personally, how does shamanism show up in your daily life? It shows up in my daily life around the way that I communicate Mm -hmm. with the unseen realms, with the ancestors, with my own healing and helping beings. It shows up with how I communicate with my body, actually. I know that, um, well, I'll say that one of the foundational principles that I love about shamanic practice is that it teaches us to be in a relationship with, and it teaches us to ask and listen, to lean in and lean out. And um, I think that that principle, that way of being in a healthy relationship applies to many things um, that I do during the day. I communicate with my body I communicate with my soul. I communicate with the the trees that where I live. So I am in relationship with and engaged with 
a there's a back and forth that I experience that comes directly from my understanding and my learning about how to be in relationships with things mm-hmm. versus just being in an experience that I'm uh, having. Mm-hmm. Right. So what does that look like being in relationship with? Yeah. yeah. It looks like I ask questions and then I leave space and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, when I'm in a relationship or an example of, communicating with uh, the earth, I will go outside and I'll say hello. I'll say hello to the trees. I'll say hello to the spirits of the land that I Mm -hmm. live on. And by saying hello, I'm acknowledging them. And that opens up the door for a response back. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's being in relationship. Yeah. And I do, I do that with my body. I talk to it. I thank it for helping me. I thank it for doing all the work that it's doing. And um, I listen Mm -hmm. to what it has to share with me. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, And just to talk about that too, a lot of us don't have those kinds of relationships with our bodies. It seems like, oh, this is the, uh, as my spiritual advisor calls it, the meat suit that just, (laughs) we carry or like lug around and stuff happens to it. Like it gets sick or it breaks down and we're like, ugh, my body. But to actually look to the body as an ally and look to the body as a friend, it is the, the encasement of our spirit and, and that we could actually communicate with those cells which are in many ways their own beautiful beings, you know, the cells of our bodies and, and the larger things that those cells make up, right? That uh, to be able to have that communication uh, is important. How do people start having a, a relationship with their body? Well, I like to keep things simple. And the way information comes through me is usually pretty practical. Mm-hmm. So. Something that people can do is put their hands on their body, take a breath and say hello. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for getting me up. Thanks for getting up. Thanks for moving me through the day. Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing. Thanks for being here. It sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but it's 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 really um, it's a creates a communication and a relationship. And when the relationship is there. Then when things are off in your body, your body can start to talk to you in ways that, well, your body will talk to you and you can actually hear it. You can listen Mm -hmm. to it. Right. Yeah. So it's super simple and people will think it's silly. I'm not going to talk to my leg. Well, try it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and the other part of it is it's inclusive, right? So it's like, oh, well, I'll go out and talk to a tree or talk to the chipmunks or I'll talk to my my uh, garden, but why wouldn't you talk to your body as well, right? If everything really is connected, then everything in, in, in my belief system, sentient or non-sentient, it has spirit and, and is alive. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things in my shamanic work that I loved so much was recognizing stones and rocks, right? We think, oh, well, they're not alive. Of course they are. And referring to them as ancestors, 
they've been around longer than we have and will be around longer than we do. Look at any stone in your yard and it's going to be around a lot longer than you and has been. Imagine what it has experienced and seen and held. No wonder, you know, they, they really are ancestors to us and, and parts of this earth in, in smaller forms and such a, a beautiful way to see something as simple as that that's right around us. You know, and same with our bodies, right? They're right there with us from the moment we enter this realm. So uh, how how beautiful to be able to speak with them as well. Um, yeah. Right. So this is a silly question or not, depending, but it's I, I think it's important because I'm hearing it. You know, as I do these recordings, sometimes I can hear the questions that are coming up from the people who are listening or watching. Um, why is spiritual awakening even a thing? Why is it important? Why do we need to awaken spiritually? Well, maybe some of us do and some of us don't. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on your lens and it just depends on a lot of things. I think that for those who have this experience, it is important because it reminds us to take take care of ourselves and one another and to take action in the places that action is needed. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that all of us are needing to make a shift and some adjustments so that we can walk in a better way on the planet. And so a spiritual awakening is important because it reminds us that we can do that. Mm -hmm. What kind of shift when you think of a shift we need to make? Oh, gosh. Well, the shift we need to make is we need to listen. We need to create different relationships with the earth, with people, with people from different races and genders and identities. We need to create a different relationship with the resources on the earth. And so when we um, start to listen, um, we can start to create different relationships and by creating a relationship and we can do things differently because we're hearing what's needed yeah. and we can take different action. That's why I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here. That's really important. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit, a bit about your path to power program. Yeah. So I have um, a one-on-one -on -one program where I guide people into a place of balance and power for themselves. And that happens when folks understand how to make their own connection with what I call the sacred forces. Mm -hmm. So I help folks to do that as they're healing whatever they want to be healing and um, learning how to make a, their own spiritual connection so that they can support themselves for, for further healing. So we restore power and learn how to stay in power. Mm -hmm. yeah. I work with a lot of healers and people who are on a healing path to help others. And so taking care of self and being aligned with our own spiritual power sources is important. And it's one of the main things that I do with people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So how can listeners find you if they're interested in this program or just learning more? Sure. Uh, BridgetMurphy.com is my website. I'm on Instagram at 
Bridget Murphy Healing, YouTube Bridget Murphy Healing. So there's whatever social media you are on. I'm probably on it too, except for Twitter. <laughs> and um, finding me and reaching out is, uh, is it, yeah, on any of those platforms is a good idea. Beautiful. Uh, and, and I will have all of the links in the show notes so everyone can find you. Uh, I think, yeah, you have a YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the whole thing. And of course, your website. Well, Bridget Murphy, thank you so much for being on Self Talk. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh.